When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before Welcome to Treks in the City. Welcome to Treks in the City. We have Neil Casey in the studio. How are you? I'm doing great. Hi. Great. So, Neil, you've been uh, around for um, all of my American life. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been around. <laughs> <laughs> we know each other from New York City. That's right. Uh, from UCB. Mm-hmm. From uh, Death by Ruru. Sure. I, yeah. I was on that That's team. when I first saw you. Right. In my life. Okay. So you were on that team. That makes sense to me. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. Yeah. So you you didn't you're saying that's the first time you met him, sort of. That I like saw him seeing or him. met yeah, or met you. Yeah. I eventually met you when no, you were my teacher. Three oh one. Three oh one? Okay. That adds up. Or maybe one oh one? Um Bukitis? No. No. I think No, you were three oh one. I never taught three oh ones. No? Uh, maybe 201 or maybe it was A that 201, week? yes, you taught me game. 201. Whoa, Whoa you right. taught me game, Whoa. man. <laughs> it still blows my mind. But uh, <laughs> when you find something funny to do, just figure out a way to do it again. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, in an unexpected way. It's funny. Uh, yeah, when I. Honestly, blows my mind. <laughs> when I learned game, I, I was like, oh, this is just, this is clown. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing I knew about you. I liked it that you had been a clown. Yeah. Yeah. I was a clown. And then when I saw the theory of game, I was like, oh, like clown. So you just Just clowning around. Something is fun or funny, and then you just go with that. Yeah, build a pattern. That's the premise. Yeah. That's what happens now. Right. The funny thing. And then you, you. Not the not funny thing. The audience knows what you're going to do, so you just do it again. And they laugh. And they but you do it in a way it. that they don't totally expect, and then they, they love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a clown. I wish I could do improv again. Like a freaking clown. But I've been like banned from both theaters. Respectable I'm, clown. I remember I'm here you, too, when you told but me I can't hear myself, <laughs> and it does feel like I'm a ghost. But I think that's something I needed to go through personally. <laughs> so we have this mic Real thing tall. where we can hear in our headphones, we can hear Neil and me, but not Alice in our headphones. Yeah. So I'm going to do one phone. I'm going to do one phone. It's on my like when you play Mario and you're like about to die, you have like. A third of a life. Yeah, that's what and I'm you're like. like. <laughs> just like <laughs> kind of see through <laughs> panting yeah. on this. I also have the really bad allergies <clears throat> from the Santa Ana winds. I've been told. Yeah. Wow, Going that's the from... most California thing I've ever heard. It's super real though. They yeah. get really bad this time of year, and he told me it's because of the Santa Ana winds. Yeah, zero humidity. Our producer air today from the is desert. also my primary physician. Um, so I remember when you found Star Trek and you just happened to bring it up and uh, we talked about it for a while. Yeah. One of those like, one of those weird bars that people went to 
in New York when like they wanted to change place for McMahon. No, it was like it was like the the soccer one. Actually, I think I remember remember that soccer <laughs> bar that people went to for a little while. But I remember you being like, I just found <laughs> Star Trek. How Cup? come how come no one ever told me about Star Trek? I was like, well, I don't know. Can't answer that for you. How come the world didn't did this to me? Yeah. I had watched Star Trek um JJ two thousand nine Star right. Trek Star Trek. Sure. Um and I loved it. Yeah. And then it took it was all the way to twenty twelve where I started watching Star Trek. And I became immediately obsessed. Even in season one, I was like, Yeah, yeah, this is my thing. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna just watch this. Yeah. This is amazing. Um and you were you're of my few people. You and Mike still are are still like the people that I'm like, when that episode happened. Yeah. yeah. Like every time I see you, I think <laughs> I drive you nuts being like Star Trek. No, I love it. I, it's 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 a rare thing because I I dove deep on it when I was in like uh, oh yeah f- uh, fourth grade fifth grade because it was insane. I could watch two episodes a day Ooh. on Fox twenty nine outside of Philadelphia Hell at four yeah. p.m. and then one later in the evening maybe on a different channel I forget. And then my video store had them, so I went real deep on it. Really at the perfect age, I was in fourth grade, fifth mm-hmm. grade, and just you know that's what perfect. that's the only TV show I watched, and I've seen them all multiple multiple times, and I'm pretty 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 thorough on it. Yeah, nice. and then and then I was at the perfect age for all the <laughs> next generation movies to come out, and um, yeah, you know, m- only occasionally and mildly disappoint me, but most of which I'm day. saving for right. this podcast, and I don't know when we're gonna start watching them because I'm mm-hmm. eager to actually. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I'm sad to be like this Trex person who like every time someone brings up a movie, I'm like I'm saving them, but yes, I want to watch them, but I yeah. haven't. I haven't. But it's going to be such a rich experience. I know. Like when, when we get to that place. Because we're so revs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure you will. I'm probably going to cry. Yeah. I watch all of Star Trek. Sh- l- listen, I'll make sure of it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Alice. Uh, I feel And threatened. we have a Star Trek connection, you and I, mm-hmm. because we were neighbors. We were neighbors, yeah. You and I. Oh, yeah. He lived across the uh, courtyard from me. That's right. Isn't that sort of like saying you live across the courtyard from somebody just so proven, like, hmm. Courtyard. <laughs> it's a cute little courtyard. It's really a sidewalk with a small concrete. It's a area courtyard. A table. I love that you tree. Know it. The tree's beautiful. That tree's gorgeous. And I came over to your house. I was doing laundry one time, mm-hmm. and I uh, would pass by your house doing laundry, and I'd say hello. Mm-hmm. And then one time, Ben Rogers was at your house, and you were both watching something. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was Star Trek. And no. I came in, and I sat down on the couch while I was waiting for my drying to be done, and I got a text on my phone. And at that time, still the, the text sound on my phone is the Star Trek communicator. Oh, the communicator button. chirp. Yes. Yeah. And Ben picked up his phone and he was like, what the hell's going on? Because he had also the same right. communicator chirp. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty. We met cute at your house. Yeah, that's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't work out. But uh, <laughs> um, but no, but that and that's how I discovered that you guys are fans. And yeah, we always yeah, made plans time. to watch. We never did. We did once. You did? At your we house? did once, not one time at my house. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. You did? We yeah. might even put one on then. I don't remember, but I remember one time, maybe on another laundry. Yeah. Day. It was just huh. too overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but uh but yeah, but now here we are. Now here we are. Now and we've we've made it. Yeah. And we're watching this episode. Yeah. Crazy. This is very exciting. This is the song I picked for this. I remember this episode being better. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Did you have you watched it for a long time? The beginning was a little bit like uh, original series y for me. What? You can keep playing that. I know you wrote a song. Let's sing it. I didn't write it. Let's hear it. Well, no, I know you didn't write this song. I didn't write this. Unauthorized. And the Captain's Holiday. (laughs) (laughs) 
go for it. He go, went go, to go. a place called Risa Beach. Risa Beach. Let's just call beach. it beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it's where like the Mario captain Kart. go to find a way from level. Get away from it all. Risa Beach. <laughs> Risa. Be careful of the horgons. Ferengi's like in the sand. Ferengi's women in the running sand away women from running. And people interrupting Captain, who's just trying to read. He's trying to read alone. He doesn't want it. He's Jaragamon. Jaragamon. To Risa and find you some woman is running away from Ferengi's cloth. Beach cloth. No. Travelers. Not a musical improv guy. Read and then I go in there. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying every bit of it. This is nice. But I can't really hear. Neil went into like full, don't, full like, I have a, a pen and paper, bye. <laughs> well, I was enjoying it. That's um, how you're I like our psychiatrist. In. I didn't write anything. You think I prepared a song? <laughs> I'm not like you, Alice. I, I don't have the musical talents to make a song and to start. Hey, I like start, calling it I'm Rice just glad beach. you finally admitted on tape. Rice and beach. <laughs> I also, I, I imagine that. I've only admitted it to her, like, whisper. <laughs> I whisper it and run mm-hmm, away. Mm-hmm. She can't catch it. Mm-mm. Um, do you remember this? Have you watched this episode recently? Uh, yeah, because I rewatched the whole series um, at some point in the, you know, at one of the brightest uh, times in my adult life when I had everything going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I okay. rewatched it as an adult, and then I remember it from a kid. And yeah, it's like, yeah, Picard as Picard is at, at like acting all kind of stuffy and buttoned up at the beginning, but he's literally doesn't have a shirt to button. He's got that big V. Um, <gasps> Wonderful V. Yeah, very yes. good V. Um, but it's very funny. I mean, it's Patrick Stewart really doing his sort of like, he's doing all these takes. He's doing all these comedy takes and like mm-hmm. sort of straight man, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge sort yeah. of like now, like I came here to read, not have fun you know, yes. with you <laughs> women who work here, but seem like you're offering me some sort of alien sex act as well. Um, he's just like, yeah. He's- he slams that book over and over again. He's yeah. clapping that book through the whole episode. He's like, <laughs> Like, like, it's like what you were talking about. Like he just keeps getting interrupted. I would have been exactly the Captain Picard. I would yeah. have been like, "When are you just get your boobs away from me?" It's yeah. right, like I'm trying to do this thing where I'm reading. I'm a captain. I yeah, don't, I don't want it. Well, which, if we could go back a little bit in the beginning of the episode, I'd like to watch them. Does even trying... read the log line and stuff? Right? You do it. Mm. Yeah, okay, it's your turn. Uh, after take um, it. Mediating a treaty, Captain <laughs> Picard is encouraged to take a much-needed vacation, mm-hmm. yet his efforts to rest are repeatedly interrupted. Perfect summary of exactly, exactly what happens in the first what five minutes. Yeah. Happens. So it's great. <clears throat> we start with Riza Beach. Great cold open. A sexy 80s mall. It's it's like somebody's house, right? With Los Angeles early 90s yeah. soundstage Pleasure Planet. Uh, I want to go to the beginning of the interactions on the ship, though, because everybody's when everybody's pressuring Picard to go on vacation. I think it's um, pretty special. Can we appreciate this Risa logo mm-hmm. with it's uh, gorgeous? The Atari mediator and a trade dispute okay. between the Gamarians. Here we go. Start, start with Riker. Yeah. We have departed Gamaris five. Where for the There's, past two weeks, all the planets have a number. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. They're wild. The and, their and Star Trek, as usual, a case study in starting in the middle. 
<laughs> it's my favorite thing about Star Trek. They'll be like, we're on our way from evacuating a planet Welcome that was wiped out by a disease. Anyway, Worf and Troy have stuff to talk about. The last two weeks have been grueling. I take it the captain was able right. to Okay, Neil says that Troy in this episode. I don't know how he right? managed it. It's what? Clear Neil that says that Troy? What says he was? It's clear to me that all, everyone else except Picard worked half a day on this episode. <laughs> this was like Data yeah, doesn't contract. talk. Yeah. Riker, Riker, the Riker turbo lift scene was on a different day, so Riker put in a full day. Mm -hmm. But like mm -hmm. Troy, <laughs> the, 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 everybody else's background, Jordy's nowhere. You really, so it like, does become easy to track. Yeah, and Troy, and Troy is like, like you could kind of tell she was kind of just like in for half a day. She was like rushed through hair and makeup. Her hair is kind of all over. It's like they're working a quick day and then get back <laughs> in their cars and leaving. They're on the Paramount lot from like 7 a.m. until noon and then they're out of there. <laughs> And then Stuart and Vosh are putting in the rest of the time on this episode. You can I, really track it. It gets to the point. Yeah, I guarantee you the rest of the cast like was in Palm Springs the whole time that they, that they were shooting the this. The actual Let's Rise of yeah. Planet. Yeah, exactly. It was a vacation for everybody but Patrick Stewart. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> that's that's what, hilarious. That, that's that's so funny so that in reality the can actor you play has it to though? Because I want to show how extra everybody is about Picard taking a vacation. Yes. Also, this scene... They're talking about how... Who's Mr. Bennett? Everything's status quo, sir. Very well. If anyone needs me, I'll be in my ready room. That was an easy... Sir. Episodes pay. Congratulations. For all the other series regulars. Sure. About what? About the trade agreement. That is great comic acting. I it's like, a great start for I a like guy it. who ends yeah. up fine why meeting his girlfriend. Is, he has been under a great deal of strain lately. Why is he doing this? Like, why is he, why is the Enterprise, like, litigating trade disputes all the time? Like, it doesn't make sense to me that, like, aren't they an exploratory vessel? And they always get roped but into they're not like weird... Discovery. They're not like a science vessel. They are still, like, It's it, It's kind of funny to, to me discover. to imagine that, like, Captain Picard is like, okay, I'm... Manning the first exploratory, and then it ends up being like, you get to sign this, you know, this treaty. And they're like, wait a minute, am I not? Yeah, <laughs> am I, I mean, just still like a a a like a dilettante? Th like, that, but that's 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 what Star Trek's imagining in the late '80s. You know, after after the collapse of the Soviet Union and all this, where I uh, imagining this sort of idealized version of humanity that's going to be like a big UN type mm -hmm. system uh, all over the universe. So like the flagship, yeah, it's equipped for weapons and stuff, but there's kids on board and it's mostly peace. And yeah, so it's like they're sending, their captain of the flagship is also a master negotiator who yeah. can show up and resolve the trade dispute between the two most stubborn races in the universe and it's that sort of thing. So they're imagining this, this EU, UN yeah. sort of liberal democracy version of uh, totally. humanity future in the stars and and yeah they all and it's all sort of like you know kind of free love but also sort of very adult yeah, like yeah. birth control is a given like every it's this really like e, it's like the EU yeah, wet dream totally of like a future is. in the stars yeah it totally is the song played too late I wanted that whole speech to have <laughs> yeah. way too late you, like, you paused and literally wait, 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 it's happening again whereas current Star Trek like the J.J. Abrams one is like the bureaucracy's corrupt the system's falling apart fuck you dad I'm going out on my own I'm going to punch somebody in the face like that kind of thing this Star Trek was so you know the vision of the future here was just so kind of um, bureaucratized you know yeah it, it, yeah 
a lot of red tape. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of red space tape. We've all found our place in this ideal, um, peaceful, hopeful bureaucracy. Nothing goes yeah. terribly wrong. Right. Uh, there's no oh, like... Oh, the future of a peaceful future bureaucracy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're bar- right about then, that. And then come Deep Space Nine, the barbarians are at the gates, you know? Yes. And, and then chaos. And I'm just wondering why... And well, and it, so it makes sense that he's very grumpy right now because everybody is, like, as the actor... Everybody's about to leave, and he's like, "Great." Well, he's using it. I mean, yeah, he's using it. I uh, hope I like my guest star. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great comic turn. I, the, for the hist- the history of this episode is that Patrick Stewart wanted um, Picard to have a little more spice in his life, like a little more sex and, and yeah, pistols. Sex, yeah, just a little more of that Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. It literally style says stuff. here the storyline of that episode ultimately went uh, uh, with grew out of Patrick Stewart's desire for more sex and shooting for Picard. Yeah. I, I I get it. Every once in a while. Because mostly he's been dealing with older diplomats and being like, yeah. no, guys, old, no, guys, guys like old fish. Let's all think um, better about this. I just think that That's, the beginning of this episode, it really, bo- like, it really n- bothered me watching it, how, how people are like, no, we think you need to go on vacation. And he's like, okay, here's some things I want to do. And they're like, no! Yeah, you relax, know, like, Picard, you're working too hard. And he's like, well, I want to go to the symposium. Like, he wants to go to the TEDx of space or whatever. And they're like, that's not a vacation. That's and not it's really a weird that everybody's putting... I don't think... It, I think it is. I think he's... If you if your object is to just go to something and watch a symposium, it's pretty vacation-y. Yeah. Like, for some people vacation certain ways. more like oysters, clams. Yeah, but for you... Shrimp. Muscles. <laughs> Muscles. Yeah, shrimp, shrimps. Uh, scampi. Mm-hmm. Uh, calamaries. Yeah, valerian uh, shell creature. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. talking Sumerian sunrise. Shrimp cocktails. But yeah. like with Clamato. Yeah. Oysters. Oysters. Um, you know. So freshwater oysters. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So you guys disagree? Moving forward. Uh, no, I'm with I, you. He should be able to do what he wants to do, but they know him. They know he's just going to take a working I have vacation, a you know? Solution in mind, but I doubt he'll agree to it. The solution is... I like the way they try to trick him. Riker looks so hot in last episode. The M- Marina Sirtis is catching a helicopter to Palm Springs after she finishes that line. <laughs> <laughs> She's done with this shit. <laughs> helicopter. You can hear it coming in at the end of her line. I love this white noise here. Oh, the back of the engine noise oh. background. He's never listening to jazz or anything. That's nice, yeah. Sir, it's been brought to my attention that one of the crew is neglecting his health again. How so? It's a classic <laughs> case of stress-related ailments brought on by overwork. Exhaustion, irritability, muscle spasms. Yet he insists She's great. on ignoring She's it. always great. She's great. Doesn't sound too serious. And their scenes are always and great. I they, plan they, on keeping they, it they have such good chemistry. Yeah, they do. I know. Even last episode, too. What's the treatment? I mean, but this is a comedy scene. This a could be on Cheers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This whole episode is a light comedy with Borgans. And that's why we like to do this laugh track. He has crystals, oh, so... No, I loathe vacations. You loathe going on Very vacations. Very L.A. Once you're there, you have a marvelous time. Why, you told me that your four days on Zeitkin 3 were wonderful. I lied. Look. I. Did he just... <laughs> the yeah, he touched her and I went I. So. But I like that Riker holds Troy's hand when she gets home. There's a lot of casual, gentle touching in Star Trek that I really like. It's very healthy. I support it. All I do is touch people and then they freak out if they're American. So right. I'm like... 
Mm. It's, I mean, not everyone. So I now have learned not to. But yeah. if otherwise, I'm just, if you're my inner circle, I'll probably touch you yeah. frequently. Yeah. Uh, I prefer it, actually. I feel, um, I feel now very untouched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need a little more touch from you. It's then. a little harder with American friends. Yeah, because well, uh, ju- they're jumpy and anxious because nobody it, touches them. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> I need that's why you need to fix uh, yeah, it. Yeah, you guessed it because it's a po- possibly a trap. <laughs> it's yeah. possibly like it could be. I don't know what could happen. No, Reiki the fuck out of me. Okay. Um, well, the my I realized because when I hang out with Venezuelans, every time I sit next to a I see now I feel like I'm sweaty and I'm touching you and the, you right. hate it. Um, no, I do. But every time I sit next to a Venezuelan guy, doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't ever matter. They always like touch knees with me at some point. Like they open le- their legs and touch knees, or like they're leaning towards the side and our knees touch. Mm. And uh, it, it's happened to my best friend's boyfriend, my other best friend, like the other guy who's like, you know, his girlfriend's right there. And I I realize like because I've been in the states for so long, I'm like, and then uh-huh. I'm like, oh. No, no one cares. Yeah. It's just like, I get alert. Like, mm-hmm. is this like a move? Because if an American person touches knees with me, I'm like, that's so interesting. Like, or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's like that thing I was doing with that one guy. Remember? What? Uh, <clears throat> I'm writing She's down a write name. it down in her, uh, on top of her bagel. Alice so is nobody... writing a man's name on her bagel bag. <laughs> bagel bag. Do you remember? Ooh, and I yeah. was so confused. Yes. And I was like, what? I'm, a, I'm an American. I don't just cuddle. It's a cultural right. thing. And I was right. proud of it when an I said it. By the way, thing. you I were proud. proud well, I'm glad that, that this, they have this thing because I feel like they've neutralized American. Yeah, which is weird because they've gotten American. rid of all Latin American people. It's weird because we didn't make it. We didn't make it. That's right. Until later, right? What could have happened? Mm-hmm. Well, if Torres mixed or with the Klingons. Or you all became Bajoran. Thankfully, she, she got out. You all became Bajoran. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. They saved it all for the Bajorans. <laughs> saved it all for the Bajorans. The Bajorans are Latin Americans. Yeah. Saving it for Bajor. But Federation, we didn't make it. Sorry. Sorry, bitch. Too messy. Too messy in South America. Bye. Eso. So, <laughs> oh, and the guy who turned out to be the imposter, um, incarnate of the alien, and the yeah. that he's, kind of a holodeck. He's in the holodeck. Forget yeah. the holodeck. Yeah, Isn't there someplace special you want to go? Yes. I would go to the holodeck for a week. Yeah. The astrophysics center on Icon Nine is imagine. holding a symposium on rogue star clusters. I hadn't given serious thought to attending. The last thing you need is serious thought. Jean-Luc, why don't you go someplace beautiful where you can relax and be pampered? You deserve it. It's just weird to I'll me that everybody's obsessed thought. with him getting a massage. Captain. Mm-hmm. Doctor. Enough. Playful, playful, flute and string section. Riker's working hard. This is a separate day. Everybody else is <laughs> okay, gone. Okay, okay. Where are you going yet? There's like a number one. Bridge. No, I'm, in. I'm <laughs> into this. This might be later that day. I'm into this. Everyone got wrapped. Troy already was. wrapped. Troy is already in Palm Springs. How convenient. Yeah. Except number one, I have absolutely Comedy. no Comedy. Here we go. Taking a holiday. Is that clear? Very clear. Good. I'm glad we got that straightened out. Resume. The place is called Risa, and believe yeah. me, Captain, Comedy it right. is a paradise. Warm tropical breezes, exotic foods, nothing to do but sit around all day, enjoy the quiet, and then... The women. They say it together. Oh, they Comedy say it together. Of course, when this turbo lift it's door opens, one. we're back on the, the beginning of the day. See, and this doesn't match at all. Unfortunately, this vessel is he about says, what about Risa here? What are you talking about? Requiring my personal supervision. 
What about Risa? Some other time. The scene that they had just done mm -hmm. in the elevator hadn't been written well, yet when they filmed this scene. Huh. Really? Why would you say, what about Risa? They just talked about it. My mother may be joining they just talked about it. Yeah. Well. Your mother. You're right. She's returning home from a conference and this is a great bit. Yeah. The mother-in-law bit. To mm. This is a comedy. Loxana Troy is coming back uh, for a, an extended period of time. You want to get off she the ship or not? She was looking forward to yes. seeing you again, Captain. Did she? Did she? I love Picard on, reacting to Loxana Troy is of the best reactions. Yeah. Picard ever And if, if Loxana Troy were watching this, she'd go, well, he can't handle his sexual attraction to me, so he's got to leave. That's true. She's a great character. Something wrong. She's also the voice of the computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell me, number one. Through and through. Is the entire crew aware of this little scheme to send me off on holiday? I oh, believe there so are handsome. two ensigns stationed on deck 39 who know nothing about it. Amazing. Great delivery, great scene. <laughs> Again, uh, William Frakes working hard. The rest <laughs> did one day, half a day. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes, William Riker. Oh, sorry, Jonathan Frakes. Or I the same. Him Bill Riker. No, Tom. Bill. Tom. Tom Frakes. Tom Frakes. <laughs> Tom Riker. That's his cat's name. And his brother Brandon. Are you really excited to introduce your son to the show? Uh, I actually introduced it to him this morning when I was watching it, and he ran up to, the, to me and said, "Astronauts." Did what? That was pretty great. <gasps> What about this? So he's outfit. running and speaking. <laughs> yeah. what, about, like what about this fucking outfit? This outfit is, I don't know. All of Picard's a outfits. lot. It's a lot. But like, look how confident he is going on vacation with his like flair. Mm -hmm. They wrap the bridge. The bridge is dark. They're repainting the bridge. <laughs> They're trying to get the guys to be quiet next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they can wrap the bridge. The Hold the work. Vincuda, you call that light reading? To each his own, number one. Yes, again, no, to each his own. Let him vacation the, the right way he wants. Women are, sir. Yes, I'm going to peel an egg. Too often, Commander. That's right. Great joke, too. Troy gets a laugh. I That's want that awesome. sweater Picard is having. I want to see Picard in civilian clothes mm -hmm. way more. I do more. have one request, sir. I'm sorry. You want me to bring you back a souvenir? <gasps> it's Beautiful. It's called a horgon. I don't think you'll have any trouble finding one. Consider it done. He's dressed like a Venezuelan old lady Captain. going to a wedding. <laughs> I would feel better if you would allow me to assign a security Michael Dorn working one day, one scene, shows up, he's got five lines. And then he has to take that yeah. forehead off. Well, he's going to Van Nuys Airport That's flying right. a jet. <laughs> yeah, but he's flying it himself. <laughs> They're in season three. I'm sure he, I'm sure he dabbled, dabbled in aviation. Enjoy your trip. He is into it? Yeah, he owns a couple of planes. Wow. Yeah. Can't go back to your family? Half day? Time. No. We're gonna have a good time. That's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. We're all gonna have a great week. Yep. Well, uh, Patrick Stewart is shooting his thing. Now, my working theory on this is that Gene Roddenberry picked the costumes for the women, and then the DP tried to keep it classy. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That's definitely what happened. That's basically the first thing that Gene Roddenberry does, right? Pick women's costumes. <laughs> well, he was really into. So I was looking at the coloring in this. Um, I don't. It's hilarious to me that this Ferengi's dressed like a I, little. I love the Ferengi Hawaiian outfit. It waiter. makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. It makes me. It's so funny to me. It's wonderful. And so then, good. so she's a little bit like an orange red. And he's a light blue. Mm -hmm. And um, what does that mean in your in your? This is conflict. Psychic, psycho. This means conflict. So because psycho psychic. 
<laughs> Sorry. No, it's less psychic and more like color theory. So like when you see movie posters mm -hmm. and they are like Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So you can see clearly the red side and the blue side or you can see an orange side and a blue mm -hmm. side. Those two colors are opposite in the wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, like this, they're opposite. They can really, they, yeah. so that's, it's usually blue and orange means conflict. Mm -hmm. So they are dressed like, yeah, there's gonna be. I really right. think you put more thought into this than the costume. I think that's great. Did. Oh, I'm not sure. I think really? costume does. I think that's their job. Yeah. Mm, I think that's what they do. I think. I, I think, know it's their job. Okay. I think yeah. they so rarely get to stretch on the show, especially for humans, that uh, they're normally doing something that's sort of outlandish for the aliens, or that everybody's in uniform. True. Also, um, these like communication but, theories have been around for a long longer yeah. than this. So I think. Um, I know they think about uh, like opposing colors together but often I feel like it's like when I deal with costume people it's like ooh she'll wear red because she's slutty mm. is what it always seems to be is this MTV? just everything I've ever worked on <laughs> <laughs> every costume person is always like she's like a kind of a loose cannon who's like also a slut in Strange every Angel job I have, there was like, like why? the use of red was very 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 specific it could only happen in certain moments and they only had to do with the sex cult Anything that had to do with the Parsons was like cream color. Like they had this huge study of what could really happen. And the showrunner was also like, no, red cannot be used in anything other than exactly what he approves. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because it's like that is uh, that's like the subconscious language of mm -hmm. TV and film. Like that's where that's the part sure. where that has nothing yeah. to do with. Um, what you're saying or what the actors are doing or anything else. It has to do with like leading people's mm -hmm. minds like more. That's true. Yeah. More primitive. I, and I see that. I think you've convinced me. Well, I studied social communications in college. <laughs> That's what I graduated from. So there's like a, if you're not being purposeful about it, you're being a I think you're mistaken wasteful for idiot. Else. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I think you might be right. Great casting. Welcome to Risa. Where is she now? Simple handshake would have sufficed. He's great. He's so oh. good at playing the grumpy. He's so good at playing grumpy. And the workouts are just right there. So they were about three feet from them when they kissed. And he didn't even notice them. These two crazy aliens are three feet from where a stranger gets like, them. Just staring and watching. Suspiciously only moving their eyes yeah. while he moves. My working theory on the Vorgons in this episode is that they're like the equivalent of like going to a train station in Europe and there's like, you know, Roma people formerly known mm -hmm. as gypsies who will try it. Like they've got like set tricks that'll try to part you with your change. I think yeah. that that's what the Vorgons are. They show up on Rise and they're like, oh, we're In from the future. World. We need a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Try, like, hey, can you break this? Can you break this uh, crystal? Uh, it's worth it here. No, dude. They do like the hundred dollar bill switching game and that sort of stuff. It's like, get, get away from these. They're doing a Vorgon trick. They're not from the future. They're from... No, no, they're from the future. 300 years in a... They're... No, they're from Rise of Three. <laughs> no! <Suck. laughs> from Rise of Three. Yeah. The worst Rise of. Yeah. <laughs> the shittiest... That's like Vega's like yeah. old Wait, strip. isn't this Rise of Three? No, it's this just Rise of... Rise of... Oh, Rise of Three. This is... Uh, the <laughs> Rise of Three is like... A, a Vegas suburb. The yeah. old downtown yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Ooh, Gene Roddenberry. Full checking shot. out this Asian woman mm -hmm. who, this is fucked. I'm so sorry, but they go all the way from the tip, tippy top of her hair to like 
now her legs mm-hmm. yeah. so slowly and she's in this golden bikini and she's Asian and there's not one Asian character. And uh, yeah. That's like respectable. Well, or her. Like, I mean, yeah, Just she's kidding. not. <laughs> yeah. I get what uh, so far, I haven't seen like a character. Yeah. But look at that. The service is great. And now we're going to but check the out. Service. This whole episode it raises. It looked like somebody was maybe dosing her. It's fucked. <laughs> look. That's so Who creepy. decides <laughs> these takes? Like, this is all just checking women out. Mm-hmm. What's well, the pleasure planet? This was Steve you know. Bannon's. <laughs> I know, but I, the token, I hate it. Oh, there's some, there's some beefcake around. There's some male butts. Do you know that in England you can show everything except an erect penis? Right. Like in reality or on TV? You can show so penis and balls and anus. You can show a cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Like vagina? A what? A kuka? <laughs> vagina. Is that what you call it in yeah. Venezuelan Spanish? <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's it's a nasty way to say it, but yeah, it's like saying a cut. Um, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, are you okay? Huh? <laughs> Everybody sniffled. Did nobody notice that? <laughs> you said the C word, and then you sniffled, and then you sniffled, so I just did it too. <laughs> you know what it does to you. That's a physical. That's a weird physical reaction to hear. Like I agree. Um, <laughs> I agree. I heard. It. I agreed. I agree. So, I but it. you can show everything except an erect penis. So mm-hmm. I'm watching this Pornhub uh, show. <laughs> this Pornhub show. I'm selling a show to Pornhub. Yeah, that's so crazy. No, no, no. They've got money. They do. Okay. Jose showed it to me. Jose showed oh, it to me, and it's just like you can only find it in Pornhub because everything else is stupid. Uh, and it's called Naked Attractions. <laughs> and so a woman goes in and there are six men in a, in boxes or or women and men or trans sure, sure, depends sure, sure, sure. on her sexual preference or his sexual preference. There are six boxes with people inside of them. And then they lift half when like it's time they lift the f- bottom half of the box and you can see everyone's like dicks or vaginas. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they eliminate one person based off of that, and then they go a little further up, and you can see all the way to the chest, and then they eliminate another person, and then they see the face, and then you eliminate someone else, mm. and then you hear the voice, and uh, then eventually you pick someone. But uh-huh. everyone's fully naked the entire time. So, so it's like a... The first two picks like are based show? off like the tits and the vagina, like just mm. like plain. What? So it's like a... So it's like a dating show? It's like a matching, yeah. And then at the end, before they make the final selection, they have to... <laughs> They have to come out. Writing it down. Naked attractions in Pornhub. Naked attractions in Pornhub. Um, <laughs> Making a note. They have mm-hmm. to. <laughs> they have to. That he sounds just amazing. inside the line. They have to come back out naked to pick their mate, mm-hmm. and then they go on a date. But all they do is a, analyze a penises date. and vaginas. You know what's crazy about that is that like I really do judge people based on their clothes a lot. Like if I think if I saw somebody naked, I'd be like. Okay. Like, it'd be a whole different set of judgments. I'd be like, all right, so what, all right. Uh, you know, I and I'd pick, and then what if they showed up in, like, dumb clothes? Right. And I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that happened wrong. to a girl. They were they were both, like, extremely hot. The guy picked her. She mm. was, like, so hot. He was so hot. Like, clearly everyone was, I was like, oh, I see them have sex. Yeah. And then she showed up to the date just, like, so sassy. And mm-hmm. he showed up with, like, basically a, a picnic blanket of a t-shirt mm-hmm. of a button down and she was like oh, he seemed to like woof. they didn't click because yeah. of that mm. yeah um, I get it she was just like he just looked weird I don't know She he yeah. just looked like you a, can tell sometimes homie. a bit about somebody and like n- uh, not always but like I, I used to do this thing where I'd pick up waiters 
Like I'd leave my, I'd go out to dinner alone and then I'd put my number in the, you know. You do that? I used to. You are my hero. I used to do it. It was great. To who? The funnest part was doing it. You, you do Then it? you'd have to go out on the date and it'd be like, okay, well. And one time it really backfired because the waiters always wear the same outfit. Like it's their waiter uniform. And so then you go out on the date and you're like, oh no. <laughs> you know, like why are you dressed like a pilot from the 40s? You know, or whatever. Just like weird <laughs> outfit choices. Like, and you're just like, oh shit. You think you they know? were overcompensating for the fact that they were dressed as a waiter when you met them when they were being But a like waiter? when you, I'm saying when you see somebody in uniform, you don't right. know what their civilian clothes what are like. What style would be, right. So you could, get, it's like a total crap shit. What if they dress like me? Justin Bieber? Beaver? Beaver. I wish. Oh my God. Who's going to be Justin Beaver for Halloween? That's a good Pick idea. Pick it now. Justin Beaver is a good idea. Justin, he does look can like you a please beaver. do Justin Beaver? He's got a, he's like got a kind big of a white hat. Face. He's got and, a kind yeah. of a rodent face on him. I big, like that. A white Not hat and then yeah. a fur so costume cute. with like a big t shirt on him. Justin Beaver and is like so cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've uh, always <laughs> found him cute. You have. When he started skateboarding and became a man that peed on things, I was like, are you the one? Like, like I felt thing. the same way about Calvin. <laughs> I keep hitting you. Um, this is what it's like to sit next to me. That's I that's hit casual, casual, friendly touch. Um, yeah, good I, American. Good American. Wait, did you send behavior. me the vid- the video of Justin Bieber skateboarding? No. Yes. No. Yeah. I sent you one it? where it's a gif. He of falls him, like, over. He he has with he has a girl like a crotch in front of his face and he's looking up all messy and it says like yeah. when you've been going down on her for an hour and they, she asks you to keep going. And he has his face. I don't think hour? that's what it is. For an hour, that's where you that's what you got from that. <laughs> no. That's what Listen, if it was in modern times, I would like to see Picard going down on a woman. I it's think that clear would be... that he does. It's implied in the episode, I think. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I think pretty strongly. I want to see more input. <laughs> I see what not... What do you think Jamaharan is? Oh, well, that seems like that's what it is. It's making out with a pussy for a long time. Whoa. All right, I'm going to find this Justin Bieber Instagram. Justin you keep Bieber. going. Oh, guys, last night I won. We won. What? I So I'm, I'm participating in this short and sweet uh, theater festival, and we do 10-minute plays, and mm-hmm. I directed a play. Oh! And it was in the semifinal. It was in the first round last weekend, and mm-hmm. then we got to the semifinals, and that was last night, which is also why I was so tired this morning. And then... Last night we won and got to the finals. Congratulations! Congratulations! Yes. Only two out of seven went to the finals, so That's we're like two out of two. Anyway, um, how many times does he fall? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You gotta see this, guys! It's so stupid. <laughs> the second time he falls is amazing. He just gets on it again like an idiot. <laughs> but I'm he's just really, really glad I, I showed you that. But he's actually though. really good at skateboarding. I saw him in the corner of my house when they were shooting on Kingsley. They were shooting. Uh, what do you mean the video? And he was skateboarding in the parking lot while they reset. And I was like, "You're good. I think you're wow, sexy." That's when I was like, "You're sexy." By your house? What? Mm. They shot. What do you mean by your house? Yeah, and the hotel, the motel. I do like his music. I moved. <laughs> I don't like his physical what ap- do you appearance. What do you mean? What's Justin Bieber's uh, big hit? <laughs> it, uh, damn girl. Damn. Damn girl. <laughs> damn girl. Is it? I don't know. No, Justin Bieber. 
Oh. Damn. Damn, girl. Girl. Yeah. I think that's really funny. Yeah. It would be funnier for me if I could see it written. Oh, yeah. I wasn't writing it down. I was trying to doodle of the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> He's on task. Somebody's on task. Uh, can you, can you, listeners at home, just uh, write it down for me real quick? Thank you. Thanks, guys. Space he towel. is so cranky. I love his towel robe. So he starts reading. Mm-hmm. So this is the, So this woman is re- re- responding to the fact that he has a horgan. Yeah. Um, then her move here is to send her dumb robot, Return. floating robot over. But then look how hot My she is. Yeah. So it's like, well, I fear I've yet to master fine. the art of hoverball. So it would say. Ah. He's so grumpy and rude. Yeah, but that's really hot. Yeah. Look at this classic Martian. Is there anything mm-hmm. you require to make your yeah. stay a more pleasant one? He's got, the, and he's put up a statue that's like, I am ready to go. To go. Yeah. I am here. I am erect right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. Here. Well, not if he's going down on somebody for two hours. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know, I guess but... he could be ahead of time, <laughs> yeah. but like, it seems like he's ready. What that statue means is he's ready so to go. So you don't down keep the erection hours. for the two hours? You know, pace yourself. <laughs> nice. Learn, nice. learn, kids. Learn. learn, learn, kids. Okay, so wait, the classic Martian is what Lal was gonna be, right? Mm-hmm. That's Find right. Me amusing. No. Wait, does it's she have to have the Risa tattoo on her forehead? That question yeah. this morning. And it's confusing. All is to sit in the sun, read my book. Here's where he figures it out, though. Alone, alone. And afterwards. But she works here, right? So there's a lot of questions really about the economy of then the current future, because swim. what's the deal here? Do you know what I mean? She's employed by the hotel. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then she's like responding to him, him, his statue, which he also bought at the hotel. Yeah. Right? He so bought he, it at the hotel? Yeah, because they, they, he hides the, uh, the, 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 the uh, Maltese falcon in it later. He hides the, uh, yeah, the, the yeah, crystal. Yeah, right. they, those, the Horgans come from the resort that he's at. Right. But so Riker bu- gave it to him, no? No, Riker told him to go pick one up for him to convince, uh, to trick Jean-Luc into having one I think they're sold everywhere. Out. Right, they're sold everywhere, but he hasn't left the resort. He bought his at the resort. Right. So he, what the, the he bought it. He bought it, it at there. the resort, put it out, and then people who work at the resort then come offer to fuck him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, if but you I think dig into what the just, deal is with the resort, well, I think the economy of the resort is prostitution. I know it seems like it's a, it seems like it's sort of a fancy, That's what a it very is. fancy brothel. Uh, However, I wish every hotel I think, was like that. Okay. that what was <laughs> that? Every hotel. Every like four seasons have a lot like are. yeah. But I don't yeah. think that it's like <laughs> my building is like that. I think <laughs> I think that it's a service that's offered right. and it's open. But yeah. I also think that it could be that. But it, and I have no problem if it is. Sure. I think sex work being free and legal is a great way to approach it. Just um, like weed. Sure, but is this woman from Tasha Yar's home planet? You know what I mean? Like, where, what's, what are the circumstances slaved? that she's you, coming out of? Look, is she suffering? Is, has she been kidnapped? But I think she's from exactly. I think Sex she's from Risa Three, right? Like, Maybe. isn't she a Risian? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but my point is, Captain Picard so, doesn't ask. He doesn't. Yeah, but you don't have to. He's not going to fuck her. That's true. But still, what's going on? Yeah, but you why? You buy the horgon, you put it out, and then people who work there come by, being like, "This is Jamaharam, valid, Neil. Jamaharam? I, I Neil, this is val- Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. What, no, no, what would be the problem? No, your point is valid. I've, I, I don't agree. What do you? I don't think the point is valid because I think what you're insinuating <laughs> is that is there's valid. something inherently wrong with sex work. Sex work. Well, there could be, is what he's saying. Yeah, but there isn't. Know if it's a situation free and fair economy, if you're going to try to figure out, if you're going to try to figure out the ethics of <laughs> paying for sex, yeah. I agree with you. There are plenty of, Questions. especially in our, what are we talking about? This place is a glorified EU, right? There's plenty of ways. 
to do it in a mm-hmm. way that's ethical where everybody has agency involved. Right. My my thing is if you're going to if you're going to attempt to ethically patronize sex workers, you got to do your due diligence on exactly what's going on here, especially if you're the captain of the flagship of the federation. Yeah, but I don't think it's your your especially, job as the say that sex work is a service, so it's not your job every time you like uh go and get, you know, a steak to ask if the person was raised by cows that's serving it. If the person was raised by cows, if the waiter, if I went to, I mean, <laughs> like if you, you want to talk about things that would actually per- give me the same thrill that yeah. a lot of people get from um, uh, patronizing uh, sex workers in an illicit way, if I could go to a steakhouse and I could be guaranteed that my waiter was himself raised by cows, <laughs> that would give me such a thr- dark thrill. <laughs> it would give me the darkest thrill. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you just and, have... and I know, and, I, and he's got to be like a like it's a keen steakhouse, like bow tie wearing guy, and I just know, and he's not allowed to bring it up, and I know <laughs> that he was personally raised by cows, and he's serving me a big ribeye steak. <laughs> Yeah, I'd do that. I'd I go, would pay for that service okay. too. I go there every week. Didn't big martini. Ha- I, You'd be like, Neil, I'll meet you there. Week. Neil has a steakhouse that he meet, takes all his meetings at. It's the one where the waiters were He's themselves raised by cows. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell from their like demeanors that they were cow raised? Exactly. You're <laughs> just they, looking for them to crack. Do they, they, they graze more than they? I don't know. They like, probably maintained they, the out, outward they, demeanor of like a blackjack dealer. But I know. <laughs> and, I, and I just I just eat up. They could have taken two, two <coughs> four, four less lines to that Ferengi mm-hmm. and giving it to a four line interaction about this. Yeah. Or like, they could have given the Asian woman some lines. Well, but she then was they'd have clearly just an object. Yeah. I've forgotten about her. Mm-hmm. I threw it. You I threw that object over, over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. That's what they did. But she could have been controlling the the robot um, drone floating orb that could have been taking that shot. I mean, yeah, she might true. be sort of exhibitionist in that way, and she was with her right hand. Yeah, but we're not looking at camera. it as the as the audience well, from that person is in a there's golden, an ethical way to have that shot in a golden is. bikini. And it wasn't done. Golden strapless bikini, just like on the lobby of the hotel, just like snoozing, yeah. snoozing out. Yeah, it's you're an advertisement for the hotel's sexual yeah. um, objectification of women. I just have never seen anyone fall asleep like that mm-hmm. in the lobby of a hotel. So it's it that's must, why I she think must they were special. dosing her with the <laughs> drink. With the, the, the fancy drink. <laughs> little orange sleeping. You say you wish to be alone, yet you carry the Horgon. Well, I just purchased it. Why? Are you implying... This has some special meaning. The Horgon is the Rysian symbol of sexuality. To own one is to call forth its powers. To display it is to announce you are seeking Jamaharon. Say it. What is Jamaharon? Do you seek Jamaharon? That's Jamaharan? a comedy take, too. It's so great. I don't even know what yeah. it means. Like he did everything but like put his hand. The Horgon has fought a friend. I see. Someone close it's to you. another good joke. That's right. This is great. This is great. I wouldn't go that far. Yes. Great, great job. My favorite joke. I will leave you now to your book. That is all I ask. But she had come to be like, you have this thing out. You're calling sex. Mm-hmm. I am here. Yeah, and but she's employed by the resort. Yes, I'm saying the, the other option is that it's yes. not the employees of the resort because he said several women, but not necessarily employees. It but could she said she was an employee. Yeah, but yes. there's. It could be other women. Uh, definitely. 
Oh, because when he... That's her. She's right there. She's right there. Yeah. She's in the shot. Very annoying. You're blocking the suns. I the love suns. this Ferengi headpiece. The suns, plural. I'm like, I why aren't humans using headpieces? I warn you, it's a mistake. You're addressing me. Don't He's dressed like a Venezuelan older woman. I've seen the two of you together. Everyone is. I don't know what the devil you're talking about. Everyone's like a Venezuelan woman is, headed sure to a wedding. It's no concern of mine. Tell her I want the disc returned to me. It seems like he's doing the thing where he like invited somebody that he was like not really that serious with on like a too expensive vacation that sort of put her off. So they almost fight here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he's like brought her on like a too like a too much vacation, (laughs) like right away, and she's just not having it and they're not sleeping together anymore. (laughs) He's way too eager and just way overdoing it, and he's like desperate. He's like, I saw you talking to some other guy. Have you ever right away? uh, (laughs) Have you ever drifted apart from a partner during a vacation like this? All breakups happen on a trip. Really? 100% of breakups happen on <laughs> or because of a trip. My boyfriend and I went to, uh, because of a traveling period. Yeah. Uh, early on, we were like dating for like two months and we went to, um, do you remember we went to, uh, you weren't there, but like we went to Big Bear and we got a house for like four days. Yeah, that was scary. And it was scary because like we both were so excited to go. We'd been dating for like, yeah, maybe two months and we mm. were so excited to go. We go on the trip and then as we're driving up, I think we both realized like, oh, this has got to go great. You know, because it's like we are alone for four yeah. days. And it was fine. It was good. On our way back, though, we went to the Japanese internment camp museum. Sure. And we're going in there and I'm like, you know, walking around, looking at the stuff. It's like, cool, whatever. He's walking around separately. And we like meet up in the middle of the museum and I'm like, see that thing of the, oh, you're crying. Like, <laughs> sure. like so he's like breaking down in this museum. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's really You're getting to know a serious. person. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I cry every time I come here. I was like, every time? Like, why do you come here so often? <laughs> I've told that story on this podcast before. Yeah. This po- Not the Patreon, this one. This one. So our fans know this story well. Now you I know. again for no reason. Now Your you know again, is- guys. Oh, what I love it. it. I totally, be- I totally believe it. I've drifted up. I've, I've been little when my parents are drifting apart during a vacation. That's awkward. Uh, and I've been that person who's like, oh, that fucker is there. I'm just gonna go to this other th- side of things. Yeah. But I was in Punta Cana and I was 18. <laughs> okay, so he fights with the Ferengi because he wants the disc because he saw him kissing Vash. Yeah. And now this is a formal official introduction mm. of Vash. Which is a character that's only Gosh. here in one episode and then briefly in another. Oh. Yeah, when Q's dating her. Yeah, and then that's it. But I always remember her. She's in New her. Space Nine. Oh, yeah, she oh, is. not much and of a greeting. I'll always remember her, and this is Look, fabulous. Yes. Yeah, her I fashion rules, rude, Vash. But I am not seeking Jamaharon. All right. But you really should try it sometime. If I try it, it will be the time of my own choosing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's We're fine with me. This is great. It's not as though I was offering to help you find it. And he stammers. It's great. Look at this. Comedic takes uh, top to bottom. He would like drop his coffee. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I th- this is an episode of Cheers, and it is like the Frankie's a drunk sorry, guy who came up and threatened him in the middle yeah. of the afternoon. I don't recall saying I was embarrassed. I love this. Yeah. I love that he's like, oh, I'm so sorry I thought you were offering it because of what you did. And then she's like, well, I'm sorry to make you embarrassed. And he was like, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, I'm right. not embarrassed. 
It's just that I prefer to be acquainted with the woman. I love this. Like that he's just like, I'm not embarrassed. That's understandable. He didn't have to much. add that line. Mm. I don't know. Jean-Luc Picard. Interactions are Ooh, so strange sometimes. Ooh, what a cool sometimes. handshake. He is opening and closing so that book yourself, this entire episode. Yeah. It's just thump, 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 thump. In the last episode, he was Would reading a book and gets kidnapped and it just drops. Yeah. Right. I can be very persistent. Her hair is wonderful. Federation Starship. It's beautiful. That explains it. Explains what? I noticed you arguing with that Ferengi. For a moment there, it looked like it was going to come to blows. She's a bad girl. This is what I like. I need more like bad girls in Star Trek. Mm Because Troy is good and Crusher is good. You'll have to ask him. Yeah. And honestly, like, so was Tasha. Yeah. Goody good. I mean, Riker's kind of a bad boy, but really just because he plays that sax. Yes. Seriously. Oh, no, the bone. He plays the trombone. I'm sorry. Come on, Casey. So he puts a he puts a disc on <laughs> the. On, I wasn't going to embarrass. Yeah. Him. In Picard's robe, and then Picard He's finds a bone it. Man. So basically, Picard gets entangled up with his vacation uh, <clears throat> sitcom, yeah. and he he goes with it, and it's funner for him than just reading the book that he can't finish reading anyway. Yeah. Um. So she puts a, the disc. In his robe, and then he finds it, mm-hmm. and then the space travelers, the Vorgons, the Vorgons come, and and Picard's pretty just... credulous with the Vorgons. They show up, and they're like, "We're from the future, and we need this star-killing crystal." And he's like, mm-hmm. "All right, I'll keep an eye out." Well, for he's it. heard of it, is why. Yeah, it's it's something that he's heard tale tell of. So it's not that the Ferengi wants Vash. He's gullible. It's just like he's like that. If that were true, that'd be rad. Okay, so Picard, comes. and they're just scanning his plant. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, are you from the gardening department at Rise? Did you scan? Did you scan that other plant? No, I forgot. <laughs> we are the gardeners of Risa. This guy has a list. We traveled three hundred years into the past. Years into the past. He has a, some kind of like um. He has like a Holly Hunter accent. All right, let's assume for the moment oh, that yeah. I believe you that you are indeed from the future. <laughs> what is it you want from me? Have you heard of the Tox Utah? I'm aware of the legend. So basically they say there's this thing. From the future who left behind the mysterious device known as the Tox Utat. Essentially that story is correct. Pretty simple story. <laughs> and the Utat guy showed up and left the thing. Essentially it's yes. correct. All right, well, what's wrong? About? It's invented by a scientist named Caldano. Have we heard of Caldano before? I feel like we Utah. have. I feel like a lot of people are sort of named Caldena. Holding <laughs> all nuclear reaction within a star. But why bring such a powerful weapon into the past? Yep. Criminals attempted to steal the device. So criminals wanted to steal, so we put in the past. That makes it easier for the criminals. Yeah, because the, the they were still there. Team assigned yeah. to retrieve the Utah. And everybody meets up on Ryza, obviously. Right. Yes. When we returned, we began to search through the historical records. I like this guy's mouth. I feel like he's Tarantino and, or something. He has like some <laughs> it's, a specific it's mouth. It's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I wonder which From one of their noses are their nose. A crystal fitting into the palm it's of probably the, the middle one. That's what I thought, right? I think it's the middle one. Yeah, the lower one is too low and the upper <laughs> one is too up, so it's got to be the middle one. But I haven't mm-hmm. found anything. <laughs> I just wish with time travel they would just emphasize that it's hard for them to do because yeah. it's easy for them to travel through time then it breaks everything. But if they're yeah. like, we get one shot yeah. at getting in the past to see what you're up to and it was a real pain in the ass for us, then I accept it. Yeah, but if you can, you can just go, you can 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 go, you
know, the Utat belongs to your time, not mine. He just doesn't want to deal with <laughs> he shit. He just doesn't want to deal with <laughs> He's it. like, I'll give you the shit, just like, go away. If you're on the Enterprise, you'd have to fill out a report for all this stuff. But he's just like, I'm off the clock. <laughs> Look at his uselessly in uneven pockets. Yeah. Like, you don't think the costume designers were intentional with that? Of course they were, but I don't want my arms to be like, <laughs> I'm on vacation, I'm trying to align. It actually kind of is relaxing. Because you know how you, you put your headphones or something in a pocket and then it's weighed down? Yeah. You could this, with this you could put them in the higher pocket and it would feel... I, I love. Oh yeah, I, I love, love that, that her idea. room is a total so mess. That's what I also like periodic. about the Vosh character. I know that the Ferengi guy tore it apart, but I love that he walks in to say hi to her, and her room is just a complete disaster because it's true to form for a vacation romance. Yeah, I love it too. I mean, yeah, if your hotel, I am a kind of a person who organizes a hotel. She's quirky. Yeah, she's quirky. It's like I had a big party here last night. Not, it has something to do with the tox utat. This is when he agrees to help her. Mm -hmm. They didn't so scan my plant today. <laughs> well, let's just say I've heard. Ugh, I can just feel when it's unscanned. <laughs> that the Utat is located somewhere. Located. On yeah. Look, the last thing I need is a partner. So it's true. Have a seat. Like her jealous boyfriend or not boyfriend, but jealous guy that she like is kind of with, mm -hmm. tore apart yes. her fucking room, <laughs> just ripped her room apart, and left. And left. Crying. Where is he, he crying? Yeah. Like, why isn't he just constantly? Yeah. Oh, he's a drunk. It's implied that he's at the bar. It's implied that he's he's a or he's gambling. Yeah. All the Ferengi are like abusive, like abusive loser fathers. It's like always got to get rich, scam, drunk, like. Yelling at the women to walk around naked and stuff, but they have no like actual strength to enforce any of those stupid rules. Very well acquainted. Well, at times he aided the professor in his explorations, especially in situations that weren't quite ethical. And now, with typical Ferengi logic, he's convinced that the Toxotat belongs to him. All he cares about is selling it to the highest bidder. Whereas you, of course, have a nobler purpose in mind. I told the professor I'd present it to the Daystrom Institute for study. Ah. But first I have to find it. <sighs> oh, that'd be easy. He's so sexy. Watching me every minute. When he's like smiling and just flirting and yeah. relaxed, I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> when he's cranky, I'm like, mm, yeah. Go in your place. And what about me? You remain here. It's safer. Is that an order? Absolutely. Mm. Already, sexy. So sexy. It's sexy to be a captain who's on vacation and give orders to people. Mm -hmm. It's no? sexy to be a captain on vacation at all. Besides, you'd never find it without. Yeah, if I was like, the professor's if I sat on a chair of a random guy and he was like, "I'm the captain of a starship," I'd be like, "Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, what else?" <laughs> no. If it's if I'm on Ryza, might as well spend my vacation there with him. It's about 27 kilometers due east. There's some subterranean caves there. There's a little wine bar. There's <laughs> <laughs> a great little tapas joint. The professor, the professor said there's a great wine bar. Oh, <laughs> Stop buying it as a small plate. How nice is it that he's uh, acting? Yeah. We're going to make a wonderful team. I wish more men just wore silver tiny shorts to the beach. I mean, Europeans well, you, are on you, it. You've been going to the wrong beach, baby. This is the EU. <laughs> All you need to go to is that WeHo beach. Look at her That's outfit. awesome. So Indiana Jonesy. Yeah, it's great. Costume designers had a ball. They had a ball. <laughs> they had to have. 
He didn't right out of the he bar. Didn't get a he's got a, you see a coaster sitting on his glass back there. <laughs> he goes, the glass still has like a coaster stuck to it. This is my favorite part. This like uh, star. This is like very Star Wars look in Star Wars backpack. Putting your trust in this woman. Okay, so here we explain Bash's little secret, which is that she was hired by the Ferengi to retrieve this object. And she didn't give it to him. I paid her to steal it, but instead sort she of. betrayed. The, the answer is The truth is, seems like it's somewhere in the middle. It didn't happen. This way. is my favorite sequence. It's coming up. Oh, this fight. Well, the way it ends. Yeah, I'll, it's amazing. A perfect mate for a Ferengi. You're becoming quite annoying, Silver. It's as true. He's calling us out. Yeah. They came here as a couple. They broke up on day one. He's staying in a different room. They're not sleeping together anymore. He's just getting loaded and yelling at her in public. He's just breaking potted plants and... Yeah. He comes into a room. Uh, look at him! Okay, can we talk about this? Yeah. <laughs> so Picard, <clears throat> like, sassily throws a gun to his other hand. Yeah, and, and like then punches It's kind of like it floats for a second yeah. before like we know that what he's doing is preparing to punch. Yeah. But for a second there, it just looks like a lot of flair yeah. for yeah. like Jean-Luc Jean Picard yeah. and also like for Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I'm like, That's yeah. what he wants. What's all this acting? That's what he wanted. Yeah. Well, he, he just, he, he, this is the whole point of this episode. Yeah. I want to see it again. So. <sighs> just a little. A little, a little smile, hop, and then hop, boom. I'm Harrison oh, Ford. Oh, he's smiling. Mm -hmm. And here comes my favorite part. Okay. He just lobs the gun over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. Because the whole time you're thinking, oh, later they're in the same spot and there's yeah. some trouble. You think he's going to go for the gun? Nah. He just, it's just there. That's, he's totally off the clock. And then he, she just puts the backpack on yeah. him. Yeah. So he just got the... It's like normal Picard would be like, standard procedure would be to dispose of the weapon in a responsible yeah. way. Ferengi weapons contain dilithium and trilithothide. But here he's just like, fuck it. It's in the, in the plants. <laughs> he's like, whoop. <laughs> Trash. Whoop. Somebody mm -hmm. will scan these later. So there's, uh, there's a bunch of teens making out in this cave when they get there and they scatter. <laughs> I'm being completely honest with you. Forgive me if I don't act surprised. <laughs> She's just a bad girl. I love this. Mm -hmm. So back to um, me to hand over the disc. So we've been talking for a long time, and I want to like just see the sequences that we need to see. We need the ones that we need. So Picard and Vash. It's this like ah. Uh, what I love about this is this like first time I see Picard dating someone. First time I see him like you can tell that there's this like bad girl, good boy mm -hmm. dynamic mm -hmm. that's so like juicy because that is his vacation. His vacation is that he got to be part of some kind of mitz scheme, yeah. 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 you know? Um, and I love that. I don't know. For whatever reason, I remember Vash for the rest of my life, mm. even though I don't know if I was trying to think about it. Like, why did I remember this character so much? And it, partly it's because like, I wish I could see more bad girls in Star Trek that mm. are genuinely likable. So that's almost like, Every male protagonist it, that's like a little, a bad guy or like a bad you yeah. know, rogue person. renegade, yeah. Yeah, the unlikable hero or whatever. Anti-hero. It's the anti-hero. There's not it's, many anti-heroes in Star Trek. No, but when they are, they are a guy. So yeah. it's, it, she's so, I think this is a, such a memorable There's character. There's been a lot in this season though of guys like, that, that guy who 
was played by the um, Scott Bayo looking dude. He like he he looks also very Star Warsy. Yeah, he's like yeah, a Han yeah. Solo type mm-hmm. guy. He was like, like he was trained to a, kill. He's trained to kill. Military. It was the Jason Bourne episode. Yeah. Like oh right, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, look, Troy. Look, yeah. Troy. You know, you're never gonna you don't really fucking, know. You're me. never gonna yeah. get inside here. What I've gone through. It's too fucked up. And she's like, yeah. you have two minds. Yeah. You are kind and you're also killer. A killer. And killer. so it was sexy. Mm-hmm. And the and the do- the terrorist doctor, yep. Dr. Crusher kind of falls in love yeah, with. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah, lot whereas of Whereas the, the female guest stars are like minuet, like yeah. a holodeck <laughs> woman who's too good. Uh, like uh, or Jordy's 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 a uh, warp field PhD. They're often fake women. Yeah. Fake, fake women who are too robot perfect. Robot women who are too perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, or Data's daughter. Or Lau. She was too good for this ugly world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then there's Vash, who's like, nope, not an idiot. Like, Ferengis could potentially find, like, Ferengis are like, you're the ideal mate, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd love it if, if we have if we have Brent Spiner playing lore and just swashbuckling all over the screen, there should be, like, Dr. Crusher's, like, bitch yes, identical Dr. twin Crusher's sister with an twin. eye patch. <gasps> Oh my god! Oh my god. Well, the, that's, like, and that's also why Luxana is such a good Hi, character. It's because there's such an there's such a uh, um, a vacuum of that type of like female energy on this show that when she shows up, it's just like whew, she steals the whole thing. You I mean, know? I Being remember like insane, her. This, this constant hurdle for people to deal with. The uh, you, credit where credits due, though. Star Trek does do a very good job with doing sort with playing like middle-aged women who everyone respects yeah. and they've always had a good job with that yeah but like yeah the sort of like um b- like um badass type of yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. that yeah yeah there, there's, the there's not, not much yeah not much at all but if you're gonna do some you're gonna create a character for picard might as well be this like yeah. this badass yeah mm-hmm. that's why i remember her too because uh he had like a love affair from like someone's like someone's ex-wife that other scientist's ex-wife mm-hmm. that had something with Picard. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they were supposed to meet in Paris. Yes. Uh, so that was like <laughs> a, an old love story or whatever, but it didn't, it wasn't that strong. It, it was like dependent on men or something. She was dependent on men because uh, of her husband. Blah, blah, blah. Well, she was like, you would have gone with me and been a house husband and I would have been a housewife and we would have had this domesticated life together on it. Basically insinuating that being on a planet means that you're not having an adventurous, exciting life. Yeah. And right. he wanted this adventurous, exciting life. But Vash is like, yeah, it's your vacation fling. Like that's your, yeah. it's so, it's so much juicier, especially because, um, I feel like there's a lack of middle-aged people meeting and being sexy mm-hmm. with each and like in media in general. I oh, yeah. need that's that. why I want there to be a bachelor second chances, <laughs> where it's like everybody's <laughs> over thirty-five at least. Like yes. you, the thirty-five is the cutoff. But I most love people it. are in their mid forties. Yeah, and they're all like it's or fifty. It's even, they're older. Yeah, even more crazy than the people now because the people now are all like 25 or whatever but they like have their whole lives ahead of them but they don't know that yeah because they're 25 they but now it's like they don't have their whole lives ahead of them in a way they so they're middle aged and they have to like make it work and they're insane mm-hmm. that's what would be amazing I would love that I, I like uh, Bridges of Madison County is one of my top movies I think I watch it like three Huge times a surprise. year uh, that is, really yeah I'm just, really 
Well, yeah. I watch it like three times a year. You like how I, you like sci-fi so much, and you like space stuff, and, and I then like, you're like this? Bridges of Madison County. Bridges of Madison County and Phantom <laughs> Thread are of my top two. <laughs> Phantom Thread two is movies. awesome. Phantom Thread is my top movie. It it debunked all of the others by far. I can't wait for Phantom I watched Thread it four two. times. A now. little more. <laughs> Phantom Thread 2. Threaded, more thread. Threaded harder. A little more thread. Yeah. Phantom Thread 2 in stitches. In stitches. <laughs> Look who's threaded now. Wow. <laughs> Look who's threaded now. <laughs> this is also one of the best they're soundtracks back. ever. And they're even more poisoning. I'm just attracted at, at the idea of like older people feeling the like the the temperance of older mixed with the passion of like any age you know mm-hmm. of like human passion this like love burning love um that's cool it hasn't just been i don't it hate hasn't it been not portrayed mad at it. on on media that much and i that's why i, I don't know maybe that's why vash was like also she, her name starts with v and association I, you know veronica but i don't know <laughs> okay uh you've made a case for why you like her yeah i have she's great and they have chemistry the scenes they are good. have really good chemistry I'm, i wonder if they did chemi- 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 I'm sure they did. A chem test? Chemistry reads. <laughs> I'm I'm positive that they did. Yeah, right? To play pa- the, their Patrick Stewart's, Patrick Stewart's love girlfriend yeah. on a hit show. Yeah, I'm sure that they... <laughs> on the third season of a show? Yeah. It was a hit. So many sequined sleeping bags in this show. It's so uncomfortable. They are... They sleep in the worst surfaces. Yeah. Bad girl. Mm, Lurex. Bad girl sleeps on a rock. <laughs> See, she's like, we're a lot alike. That's why we get along so well. And it's just getting along. Fine. It's true. He we has his bad boy thing. He's just doing it inside of structure. Remember, you know, Patrick Stewart took a lot of risks in his youth. He did. He got stabbed right through the heart. He did? Remember? Got stabbed in the heart. Remember? Yeah. Oh, he Picard. was telling yeah. Wesley oh, about that. Kirk was a bad boy. I thought it was Patrick Stewart, and I oh, was like, Jesus. Patrick Stewart got stabbed in the heart. I know the red rope. Pulaski saved him. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I want some more sex. <laughs> so he's in gonna, general. Is he experiencing Jamiroquai? We still don't know what it is exactly. No. Jamahar. Jamaharan. Jamaharan. We never find out about. <laughs> So they get to hear. That's one of the Ferengi movies, Star Trek Jamahara. <laughs> but you can only get it on Red Tube. <laughs> Sex or Pornhub. We simply haven't found it yet. Are you saying that the professor's findings were so wrong? The Vorgon show up. Rom from Deep Space Nine shows up. But how can that be? Is that it's Rom, right? Mm. I thought yeah. I knew him. He's a great Frankie. You see? He's trying and to he marries us. that uh, Bajoran woman. He's great on Deep Space Nine. All those characters are great. They, it's every, a great yeah. show. Deep Space Nine According is disc, great. We should have it's a great show. Lies, treachery. This cannot be. Are they as friends as TNG cast? No, they're more. Dis- so they're slightly more like disagreeable with each other and more antagonistic. And yeah, you know, in a more relatable way. Mm-hmm. It's good they break the formula. Yeah. <laughs> Create a Star Trek where the universe comes to you instead of you have to find a place to go every week. Mm. And, I'm. Uh, I'm. I bought it's it. Over, yeah. so back. It's a great show. No, I will not be cheated out of my. Prize. It is rum. Tell him. So they just. I love when they recycle people. That's how Lieutenant Rowe happened. Yeah. She was the daughter of this know. guy who needed to kill himself or die. You remember that it's episode? Yeah. Where Luxana Troy falls That's in right. love with him yep. or something. Yeah. Uh, Timson. 
is his name, and he has to die at 65. Yeah. At 65, and yeah. she's the daughter yep. of this guy, mm-hmm. being like, my dad needs to die. Yeah. And then she comes back like three episodes later as Lieutenant Rowe. Different, yeah. totally different character. And Where is she now? Well, but she she ta- took something that she thought was going to be a better deal because they were grooming Ensign Rowe to be Major DS9? Kira on DS9. Oh, that was good. And then she, the actress thought she had a, had a better thing coming she wanted to do instead and I think it, uh, and it was 30 I mean good for Nana Visitor so good for her who yeah. played Major Kira she was really good on that show but um, the whole thing was that they were bringing Ensign Rowe up in the last two seasons of Next Gen to go and be part of the spinoff Crazy. to DS9 with O'Brien and I would have totally done it yeah. if I have the luck to be a series regular on Star Trek and that probably will mean that that's the only thing I'm going to do with my career really sure oh. uh, in a heartbeat Worst thing to I do. think I would do it yeah yeah for sure because so, I mean, then I can forever the thing do my is own. though guys we don't make the decisions that's true we don't make the calls we don't run the show that's right you know who does Jesus Christ Gene Roddenberry from heaven. That's a good kiss. That's another good scene. And it's shot beautifully. It really is nice. They, they're making, they, they have very little Riza on the soundstage and they're making the most of it. They sure are. I love these like sliding doors because I'm sure they're just two interns. Yeah, really. Two PAs. <laughs> really well like, done. Yeah. yeah. He's looking for the gun now. <laughs> <laughs> so much Mimbre. He, he's like, I walked out here. I can't Mimbre? remember. Mimbre? Go ahead, come out Woven? We hope we're not interrupting the, anything. Yeah, I mean, but like. So they shot this the day. Marina Service is nowhere to be found. Riker and Worf day. They shot this right before, right after the transporter scene where Worf is like, we are one of the security guards. They're like, uh, let's get a Worf in makeup and Riker, you're, you stay. Transporter code 14. Wesley's not even here. They're like, let's not call him just for a long time. on a helicopter. Yeah. Jordy's scuba diving. <laughs> LeVar Burton's block shooting reading rainbow <laughs> <laughs> so this is the final scene between them where mm-hmm. they say goodbye yep god that dress leaving so soon give it wow I would never go on a plane like that Jean-Luc yeah unless you wanted to get upgraded macrame no I'm mean but goodbye Rattan. Rattan. well then there's a lot of rattan. I've saved you the baller I want to put this My mom makes dresses like that. Possible. Really? Well, she, I want one. You understand? Of course. There's just one last thing you can do for me. Anything. Cast older women in shit. They look great. They are That's great. That's not funny. You never intended to burn that second disc. If you had, you wouldn't have been so careless as to allow Sovak to salvage any of it. You wanted him to follow us. So that he could see for himself that the Utat wasn't at the cave site. That was the only way he could be convinced. So box 20 feet away doing karaoke. But how could I That Asian woman's still there. He's like, yeah, he's hit, really hitting on that Asian woman really hard, thinking he's going to make Vashti out jealous. It's not happening for him. He's just sloppy. It stains on his pants from digging the fucking cave hole. I think you should write fan fiction. Where is it? Where is it, Neil? Sure. Yes, Neil. Why did, have it oh, I have, I have volumes of handwritten Riza fan fiction <laughs> from when I was in seventh grade. You do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Composition notebooks full of them. Uh, yeah. Publish it, guys. Riza? <laughs> uh, if you're out there, you publish books. Star Trek Jahamaran, unauthorized fan fiction <gasps> by Neil Casey. Dr. Dot. The sun-destroying crystals in the horny statue. Piece of the future. I love this move that Picard does where he, like, beams it. Yeah. And looks like it destroyed. Yeah. 
when he goes, Mark. Mark. I love it. Yeah. Because so, the future travelers show up. Gorgons show up. They're like, yeah, can we have it? <laughs> You're not going to just hand they, it they we show up and they throw a baby the at him. You didn't trust me. What makes you think you could trust them? I assume the Vorgons have proof to back up their claim. Vorgons? Being here is proof enough. Vorgons sound like Oregon. Yeah, Wait they a second. do. Wait Vorgons? We're Vorgons from, from Portland, Portland Vorgon? said there was two <laughs> Vorgons, a male and a female, who attempted to steal the Utah in the first place. It's Fred Armisen and... For all we know, it could be them. <laughs> you, uh... I don't think, see, this is the thing about SNL or comedy people, is that if I saw Fred Armisen in Star Trek Discovery, I would almost be yeah, mad. Tignataro is going to be in, it's going to take me out of reality. Tignataro. Oh, really? It's going to be on. Yes, I believe that. It's just a face. It's a matter of face. I have too many memories of that face being funny, I think. I love that move where he just asks to beam it. That beam that they hit Vash with Go. seems like seemed like nothing. Yeah, yeah. and she had a great stun, time. great stun reaction. Yeah, yeah. she's she's a one take History stun shot. You destroyed the Utah. <laughs> oh, one take Vash. One take Vash on the stun shot. It's like she stumbles backwards, her eyes get surprised. Boom. Do you Cut. think the Vorgons were well, called? That's lunch. <laughs> so all the Vorgons. <laughs> Catering is on stage five. Oh, you think Vorgons are? Um, we're calling for one day. I think they had to do more than one day. Vorgons are more. Vorgons are more than one day because they're in, they're in, well, they're all on the soundstage. I don't know. That's a good question. For all that makeup, I bet mm. they tried to do it in one day. Is this so that's four hours of makeup? You think? It's all on the Paramount. Sometimes they yeah. do it in the Culver City one. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was in Burbank. I thought it was always Paramount. That's where I work. Paramount Pictures. I went around beautiful all of lot. those stages. It's a beautiful lot. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, she. I want He's, to read about this. They're trying to see if they can still date V. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that you're not on your phone all the time, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, I'm worried we wouldn't keep page? in touch, you know. Patrick Stewart so. took credit for having thought up of the idea of Vash. Yeah. He said, I got a feeling our audience might like to see the captain right. just getting blown away by meeting someone new. It's true. I thought I might explore the ruins on Sarthong 5. I love this. Oh, unbelievable. You are out of your mind. He's acting like he's he's flirting. I love this. To trespassers. He's impressed. He's impressed that she he would is. do that. Yeah. But he's a little protective. It's good. It's it's, it's awesome. well written. It's perfect. Paramount stage 16. Let's see. Wait, wait V. Promise I want to watch this. You will try and stay <laughs> out of trouble. I always try. The good boy and the bad girl. Oh, yes. They made out so much. I think this is the most making out in any episode. Yeah, I think so too. Perhaps we do. The Vorgons are time travelers. Now they know where and when the Utat can be found. They may very well come back and try for it again. So we may be doing this all over again. Now that doesn't make quite sense, but that's okay. Welcome Same aboard, day. Captain. <laughs> Sales report number one. All <laughs> okay, we're. I think you'll find the ship in splendid condition. I want to hear that thing. Hanson, compliments to the crew. Old Ensign Bennett's oh, yes. still at the helm. <laughs> <laughs> 
that Horgon you requested. Oh, he calls him out for the Horgon. Yes, sir. You and I need to have a little chat about Vorgon, Horgon, Yamaharan. A relaxing trip, Captain? Uh-huh. Oh, little fox. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing a great time. I love when Riker is so happy. Yeah. He, Jonathan Frakes is so good at being up. like honestly enjoying something. Yeah, mm-hmm. he like, just wants other people to smile fuck so, so big. And, and Riker's like, always yeah. happy that other people are getting laid, yeah. getting drinks. Absolutely. He's like so happy. He's, he's your really buddy. Is sort of like, yeah, he's like, I'm so happy for you, man. Like yeah. Riker's the first guy to send you a message when something good happens to yeah, you. And he yeah. means it. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I'm glad you got laid, man. Yeah. You know that wherever he's at, there's no part of him. Did you go home with that girl? Good for you, man. That's great. You guys were talking all night. And he actually leaves alone. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know he went home like on the in the Uber ride home, just like yes. Yeah, Riker's happy man. He's got yeah. a he's got a big million smile. dollar smile. He's got a big heart. Yeah, million dollar smile. So yeah, Paramount uh, stage sixteen. I don't remember where that is. Uh, I don't know. We did Strange Angel on stage five. I think it's on the northwest end of the lot because I, I I shot something there one time and North. I north. West. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm in. I'm in full blown east. It's. I shot something there once, and I found out that it was one of the Star Trek sets, Ugh. if not the Star Trek set, and I just took it in. Next time I go in, <laughs> I just... <laughs> honestly, I took I, it in. So you know, the first thing I did when I moved to LA was buy the Paramount Pictures, uh, tr- like the tour, because mm-hmm. I really wanted to see Star Trek stuff. But mm-hmm. then they told me that there weren't that many props or things right. there anymore so I was like ah, I won't do it yeah it was it all went to the Vegas thing that was around for a little while and, and the, to the, uh, I saw some stuff at the Vegas com- the 30th mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were they had some stuff there mm-hmm. but um so who came someone told me that they went and saw everything everything Star Trek and they were like I didn't appreciate it because I'm not a fan. Yeah, was I'm it sure. somebody on the show? I think someone came here and was like, oh, mm. I wish it wasn't me. But We've someone had so who... many guests, we can't even remember at this we point. We can't even mm-hmm. remember, but anyway. And why would we? Uh, Neil, we need you more times in this show because this was so great. I love that you're a nerd about it. We, I want, we truly need people And when we have it. you back, I want to sit and I want to have a mic that works. Oh, sure. Because I feel like you'll really appreciate my personality more. <laughs> <laughs> you will. I think so. You can hear it differently. Um, is there any episode that you would like to? You're like, oh, I should come back for this. Maybe anything. Yeah, uh, you, yeah Tron, since you're so uh, well versed, we allow the well versed guests to request their episodes. Oh wow. Um, well, I mean, we starting with this, allowance. this is a deviation. This is a non. This is a non Enterprise, non Mission Picard single episode. So mm-hmm. um, you know yeah. when people rapped. I mean, this is great. I could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot more complicated if it's I a whole like, bottle episode or something uh, the, like that. The, having my familiarity with Star Trek, sort of in depth, does like when I think about like production, TV production mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Of my like Star Trek is the show that I know the most inside and out. So like the tropes of like mm-hmm. a bottle episode mm-hmm. or things like that. Like I can understand them all through Star Trek, mm-hmm. uh, uh, even though I didn't clock that when I was watching Star yeah, Trek yeah, at yeah. the time. I just know it well enough that it's my frame of reference for pretty much everything. But um I mean well, you grew up with it, to it. It's part of your personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's big crazy. Time. Yeah. Uh, I wish the, I would have been my you. my opinion. Oh well I mean if you It defines you. Uh, Star Trek does <laughs> it makes yeah. you. 
Uh, it's big. Oh, sorry. It's big. <laughs> and, um, Star Trek's very helpful for improv because I can I can uh-huh. explain scenarios in about two seconds, especially for other people. Because you have yeah, sort of like so you just concluded uh, uh, completing a trade negotiation on uh, yeah, yeah, four yeah. and you're tired and uh, you have we about don't get a... twenty seasons of premises that <laughs> right. work or don't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in yeah. bottles exactly. or outside yeah. bottles, like in yeah. planets or in a station. Like yeah, yeah bring me back for Starship Mine the and premises. the Inner Light. Yeah, um, bring me back for the Picard swashbuckling episode. You're the first uh, one to request Inner Light, and I want you on that episode. I think you should be the Inner Light. It is such. It's going to be a while before we do it. It's such a crazy episode, and I had so much. I had such a hard time watching it the first time because I was so high, Mm -hmm. and it really is chilling. Right. If you watch it high and you're just like out the of your mind. Same guy wrote Starship Mine and Inner Light, and they're both Picard uh, uh, doing more Kirk-like things. Mm-hmm. And I forget his name, but I heard him talk at New York Comic Con one year. Uh, so he talked about those shows, those episodes. I feel like, um, like also the those episodes are so epic and life changing and TV history changing, mm-hmm. um, and that. People have based so many newer things mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. are worth exploring with someone who mm-hmm. really knows the show because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so like such a standout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring me back for Times Arrow, but I'll just play Mark Twain the whole time. Perfect. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, I'll come and dress. We'll in have all you audition white. for Mark, Mark Twain perfect. the whole time. <laughs> we do. We never have characters. We should. <laughs> well, we never do, and we should just have yeah, yeah full blown characters. I wanna be. I wanna be here for. Um, uh, you will be here for all of Sherlock. them. Hopefully. Well, but let me just say that I want to be here for. <laughs> I want to be here for Sherlock's. Uh, what's mm-hmm. his name? Uh, why do I not remember things? Uh, what's Sherlock's evil guy? Moriarty. There oh yeah, Moriarty. Oh, ship in a bottle. Where he's ship in a bottle. Oh, that's a great. That's a great episode. Yeah, so good. It is truly a great, a great episode. episode. It gets um, into the holodeck stuff, which is mm-hmm. really fascinating. Maybe like why is there uh, snow when Wesley comes out How is right. it existing outside the snow? What is the Tanagra episode? Oh, Darmok. Darmok. Yeah, that's yes. a great episode too. We should yeah. maybe Gilgamesh when the walls fell. Sure. I, there's nothing like language-based um, episodes yeah. that I just like. It's so um, I thrive on them. I love it because uh-huh. of my I switch languages and uh, I don't know. I study social communications. I, I just like language. It mm-hmm. means something. So that episode was one of the ones where I was like. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone in history. Yeah, language as metaphor and the impossibility of a universal translator. Yeah, because everything's a right. complication of <laughs> yeah. Give me that. Give me that brain food. Yeah. I love it. Um, and Jalad at Tanagra. Well, we'll have you for the Juliet important on ones. on the balcony. All the important ones. All the important ones. <laughs> okay. We sure. will have you. You know, get an Airbnb near here, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> uh, you, could, you, could, you can call me unprompted at, 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 we while do recording need that. and... Uh, just ask me about any episode of Okay, great. Uh, Can we call Gen. you on your phone? That's what I'm How saying. How about really and early, your phone like really late at night? Yes, you do. <laughs> like maybe you just got up to get the baby or whatever, or he's not in that stage anymore, your child. No, he's too. He's doing the sleeping months, thing yeah. now. Yeah, and, and cool. text me, Veronica, because I don't have your number. I texted you before I emailed you asking what I needed to prepare, and I don't think you have the same number anymore. Yeah, that's me. Well, I just texted hi. I changed to an LA number, not because I wanted to, but because I destroyed my chip in Hawaii. That's very cool. In my Risa Beach okay. vacation. See, I destroyed you my... tossed it over a wall. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was not working, and then uh, I just got a temporary one, and then I was like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just stay with this one. And I do like you edit the, the podcast, that... or is this all in? 
about it. <laughs> 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 like, who's got whose phone number? <laughs> <laughs> it's all in. Yeah, it really is. Okay. <laughs> this is an unedited affair. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Neil, right, guys. do you need to plug something? Do you need to? Oh, uh, yes. Buy, buy my book that I wrote with Anthony Tamanek. It's called American Tantrum. Uh, Anthony Tamanek, yes. star and creator of The Present Show on Comedy Central. Um, we wrote Ooh. a book called American Tantrum. It's in bookstores now. It is? Uh, October 21st. Awesome. <gasps> yes. Yep. Okay. Buy that I'm book. I'm going to get it. Yeah, buy that book. It's uh, we're very we're very proud of it and it uh, I hope be. people like it. A I'm book very, is I'm a big deal, I think. It's got a book is a big deal. I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what happened Epitaph. to me. <laughs> that, oh, you should have had a blurb. <laughs> a book is a big deal, I think. Veronica Astoria on the, on the back of the book. Oh, yeah, I would I'll love that. On. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. A book is a big deal, I think. <laughs> Praise for American Tantrum. It's going on the paperback. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for free. Hey, I'll just give you that. It's okay. People aren't normally paid for blurbs. But <laughs> They're not? Oh, okay. Well, so. you don't have you to pay me. get a bottle of wine or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. give you a ticket to <clears throat> so buy the book, guys. Buy it, and thank you so much for being here, Neil. My I know, pleasure. I know, you're. It's your time is precious. You have <laughs> yeah. a two year old. All of our time is precious. Yeah, but you're a parent, so it's. But more. you're a parent, so it's more. I'm a parent of a cat, so it's less. Mm-hmm. That's a hierarchy. Yeah, I haven't seen my cats in yeah. a while. And you haven't? All right. Well, let's all go see our cats. Biscuit has asthma or, so or a baby. I see. Well, bye. 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 Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.